This is episode 648 of the AWS podcast, released on January 15, 2024. Welcome everyone to the AWS podcast. This is the first update show of 2024. So excited. And you're probably wondering why is Simon not here doing this? Well, he is currently out on vacation right now. He will be back. Don't worry. I know I've got really big shoes to fill to lead this update show. But fortunately, I've got an amazing co-host with me, the newest of our team, Shruti. Yeah. How are things going? They're going great, Jillian. I'm really excited to join the podcast team and do this very first update show for 2024. Brand new year and we have lots of innovations to recap from 2023 and maybe some even from 2024. Oh my gosh, we've got so many to go through. It might even be a longer one than usual, but hey, there is just a lot of exciting things to go through. So let's get started. So AWS Marketplace. So the AWS Marketplace launches a read API that can get details on multiple entities at once. The AWS Marketplace announces the reduction and standardization of seller listing fees. This change continues to help minimize friction for sellers as they bring business to and generate new revenue streams through AWS Marketplace. These changes are launching in all regions where AWS Marketplace operates as of January 5th, 2024. Next, we have analytics. Amazon EMR Studio is now available in the Middle East region. Amazon Athena now supports user identities for data access and audit. Amazon QuickSight enhances spice ingestion performance by up to four times with parallel ingestion. Amazon Managed Streaming for Apache Kafka, which is Amazon MSK, identity and access management feature now supports all programming languages. Amazon EMR Serverless is now available in Middle East region. Amazon FinSpace with managed KDB insights, customers can now create KDB clusters of of type general purpose, featuring support for an increased set of KDB functions and data storage configurations from within a single KDB process. This enables a wider set of customer applications and processes to run directly on managed KDB insights. Amazon FinSpace with managed KDB insights now works with the TorQ framework. Amazon FinSpace with managed KDB insights now also supports running multiple KDB processes on shared compute. Amazon FinSpace with managed KDB insights introduces data views for sharing databases, caches across KDB clusters. And finally, Amazon FinSpace with managed KDB insights now supports sticker plans for real-time analytics. A lot of updates there with Amazon FinSpace with managed KDB insights. Next, Amazon EMR on EC2 now supports high availability instance fleets configuration. Amazon EMR Studio now supports user level permissions for Git repositories. Amazon EMR release 7.0 now supports Amazon Linux 2023 and features Apache Spark 3.5 running on Amazon Coretto Release 17 by default. It supports the latest versions of Python 3.9, glibc 2.34, 
and enables you to ensure consistency of package versions and updates across your environment. Amazon Kinesis Data Firehouse now supports zero buffering. Amazon Kinesis Data Firehouse supports delivery of decompressed CloudWatch logs to destinations. Amazon Redshift supports single sign-on with Amazon QuickSight and AWS Lake Formation. Amazon Redshift also supports storing large objects up to 16 MB in size in super data type. Amazon Redshift announces enhancements to Redshift Advisor to generate smarter and faster sort and distribution key recommendations. With the enhancements, Redshift Advisor uses new machine learning models to make these recommendations sooner without needing to observe minimum necessary workload. Both sort and distribution key recommendations continue to be applied through Redshift automatic data table. Both sort and distribution key recommendations continue to be applied through Redshift automatic table optimizations, making it easier and faster to achieve better query performance. Amazon Redshift supports single sign-on with Amazon QuickSight and AWS Lake Formation. Amazon Open Search Service now offers support for Amazon Graviton 2 instance family in six additional regions, Africa, Asia-Pacific, Europe, Middle East, Israel, and AWS GovCloud. Graviton-based instances, C6G, M6G, and R6G, in open search service provide up to 30% better price performance than comparable x86-based Amazon EC2 instances. Amazon Open Search Service now supports TLS 1.3 and perfect forward secrecy. Amazon Open Search Service adds multimodal support on neural search for open search 2.11 deployments. This empowers builders to create and operationalize multimodal search applications with significantly reduced undifferentiated heavy lifting. Multimodal supports enables builders to run search queries via open search APIs using image, text, or both. This empowers customers to find images by describing visual characteristics, using an image to discover other visually similar images, or using an image and text pairs to match on both semantic and visual similarity. This new feature is available in all AWS regions that support OpenSearch 2.11 Plus on Amazon OpenSearch Service and Amazon Bedrock. Amazon Kinesis Data Firehouse is now available in the AWS Canada West, which is the Calgary region. Amazon Kinesis Data Firehouse now supports zero buffering. With zero buffering, customers can deliver data to Amazon S3, Amazon Open Search Service, Amazon Redshift, and third-party HTTP destinations within seconds, enabling real-time use cases. With zero buffering, customers can set up an Amazon Kinesis Data Firehose stream to not buffer data before delivery, and most streams with no additional processing are delivered within five seconds. 
Amazon EMR Studio is now available in the AWS GovCloud regions. And that's it for analytics. Up next is application integration. AWS App Fabric announces support for seven new SaaS applications Atlassian Confluence, Genesis Cloud, HubSpot, One Login by One Identity, PagerDuty, Ping Identity, and Barracuda XDR. AWS App Fabric quickly connects SaaS applications with security tools like Amazon Security Lake and Barracuda XDR. With App Fabric, IT and security teams can more easily manage and secure applications by aggregating and normalizing log data into a central repository. Amazon SNS now supports configuring delivery status logging with AWS CloudFormation. Amazon SNS now supports sending SMS from the Jakarta region. Amazon MQ is now available in the Tel Aviv region. Amazon MQ now supports Rabin MQ version 3.10.25. Amazon SNS FIFO topics are now available in the AWS GovCloud regions. And AWS AppSync now provides controls that make it easier for customers to configure how their APIs behave when processing requests. So now customers can set a maximum number of resolver executions per query. You can set a maximum depth of data queries to prevent deeply nested responses. And you can disable introspection queries for enhanced security. Next up, compute. Amazon EC2 in two instances that are powered by the AWS Inferentia 2 accelerator are generally available in Asia Pacific, in Mumbai and Singapore, Tokyo, in Europe, in Ireland, and Frankfurt regions. These instances deliver high performance at the lowest cost in Amazon EC2 for generative AI models. Amazon EC2 C6GD and R6GD instances are now available in AWS GovCloud region. AWS Migration Hub Orchestrator now supports replatforming applications to Amazon ECS. Amazon EC2 M7GD and R7GD instances with up to 3.8 terabytes of local NVMe-based SSD block-level storage are available in Europe, in the Stockholm and Spain regions. Additionally, C7GD instances are now available in Europe, in the Stockholm region. Amazon EC2 Instance Connect now supports RHEL, CentOS, and macOS. Amazon EC2 M7i Flex and M7i instances are now available in eight additional AWS regions. Amazon EC2 adds service quotas for AMIs in the AWS GovCloud regions. AWS Lambda supports additional concurrency metric for improved quota monitoring. AWS Lambda functions now scale up to 12x faster. AWS Lambda now allows customers to connect Lambda functions to both Amazon Relational Database Services and Amazon RDS Proxy directly from the Lambda console. Customers can now use a guided workflow to connect their Lambda function to a new or existing RDS database instance or RDS proxy. As part of the setup, 
AWS Lambda will now also automatically set up related network settings to enable a secure and scalable connection. EC2 Image Builder now allows customers to modify processes in their image pipelines, including build and test phases to better suit their cloud environment requirements. Customers no longer have to conduct bespoke tasks such as post-build usability tests, external vulnerability scans, or security approval before distribution outside their image pipeline automation. With this launch, Image Builder enables customization to its image creation process, allowing customers to enhance their automation and reduce operational overhead directly within Image Builder. This feature is available for Amazon machine images and container images via the console, command line interface, API, cloud formation, and CDK. Deployment Circuit Breaker is a capability of Amazon ECS, which allows you to monitor task launch and health check failures, which indicate that a deployment will not reach steady state and roll back such deployments. When the number of consecutive failures breaches a threshold based on the desired count for the service, Deployment Circuit Breaker marks the deployment as failed and optionally rolls back the service to a healthy previous deployment. With this release, Amazon ECS has lowered Deployment Circuit Breaker's minimum failure threshold for services with less than 20 tasks. Amazon EC2 M6 ID instances are available in AWS regions Asia-Pacific, Mumbai, Seoul, and Singapore. These instances are powered by third-generation Intel Xeon scalable iSelect processors with an all-core turbo frequency of 3.5 gigahertz and up to 7.6 terabytes of local NVMe-based SSD block-level storage. Amazon EC2 C7G and M7G instances are now available in AWS region Europe in London. AWS Lambda adds support for Python 3.12. AWS Lambda now offers additional concurrency metric, claimed account concurrency, that reports the sum of used unreserved concurrency, allocated reserved concurrency, and provision concurrency. With this launch, AWS Lambda customers can now track the amount of overall concurrency in their account that is available for on-demand executions. Amazon Linux announces support for KVM and VMware images with AL2023.3. AWS Compute Optimizer now supports filtering by tags in AWS GovCloud. Amazon ECS launches its networking capability called ECS Service Connect in Asia-Pacific, Hyderabad, Melbourne, and Europe-Spain regions. Customers can use ECS Service Connect capability to configure service discovery, connectivity, and traffic observability for services running in Amazon ECS. Amazon EC2 C6GN instances powered by AWS Graviton 2 processors and featuring up to 
100 gigabits per second network bandwidth are available in AWS Asia-Pacific Jakarta region. Amazon ECS has improved deployment monitoring for Amazon ECS services, allowing you to more quickly detect and roll back bad changes your applications deployed as Amazon ECS services. Amazon EC2 console is announcing that its new and improved launch experience is now available in the AWS GovCloud regions. EC2 hibernation feature is now available in Asia-Pacific Melbourne, Hyderabad, Europe in Zurich, and Spain. Hibernation is an Amazon EC2 feature that helps lower costs and achieve faster startup times by enabling customers to pause and resume their running instances at scale. Amazon EC2 M7G are available in AWS region Middle East in Bahrain, AWS region Europe in Paris, and AWS region South America in Sao Paulo. Amazon EC2 R7G instances are now available in AWS region Europe in London. Amazon LightSail now offers a simplified experience to configure your WordPress website on LightSail. Amazon EC2 R7IZ instances are available in AWS region Europe in Frankfurt, in Asia Pacific in Tokyo. R7IZ instances are the fastest Sapphire Rapids-based instances in the cloud and the highest performing Intel-based instances in the EC2 memory-optimized family. Amazon EC2 HPC 7A instances are available in Europe, Stockholm region, and EC2 HPC 6A instances are available in Asia-Pacific, Sydney region. EC2 HPC 7A instances are powered by fourth-generation AMD EPIC processors with up to 192 cores and 300 gigabits per second of EFA network bandwidth for fast and low-latency internode communications. These instances are ideal for compute-intensive, latency-sensitive, high-performance workloads, helping you scale more efficiently on fewer nodes. Amazon EKS now supports assigning EC2 security groups to IPv6 Kubernetes pods. Amazon EKS now surfaces cluster health status details. EKS now supports simplified configuration of AWS identity and access management users and roles within Kubernetes clusters through a new set of APIs that tightly integrate IAM identities with Kubernetes authentication and authorization controls. EKS already supports IAM identity authentication to Kubernetes clusters removing the burden from cluster administrators of having to maintain and integrate a separate identity provider. This integration enables administrators to leverage IAM security features such as audit logging and multi-factor authentication. 
EKS access management controls introduced today simplify the process of mapping IAM to Kubernetes identities by allowing administrators to fully define authorized IAM principles and their associated Kubernetes permissions directly through an EKS API during and after cluster creation. Amazon EKS announces the general availability of Upgrade Insights, a new feature that surfaces insights about issues that may impact your ability to successfully upgrade a cluster to newer versions of Kubernetes. Upgrade Insights are built upon best practices learned by EKS over the course of managing hundreds of thousands of Kubernetes clusters. You can use the EKS APIs and console to check for upgrade readiness issues detected in your environment at any time against all future Kubernetes versions supported by EKS. Amazon launched support for wildcards in the lifecycle policy feature of Amazon Container Registry. Amazon launched support for wildcards in the lifecycle policy feature of Amazon Elastic Container Registry. With this launch, customers can now create lifecycle policies using wildcards in their filters. Wildcards can be used to match image tags that contain one or more specific string in any position. Amazon EC2 C6IN instances are now available in Asia Pacific Hong Kong and Melbourne regions. AWS Parallel Cluster 3.8 is now generally available. AWS Parallel Cluster is a fully supported and maintained open source cluster management tool that enables R&D customers and their IT administrators to operate high performance computing clusters on AWS. Key features in this release are support for Rocky Linux 8 and Amazon EC2 capacity blocks for ML, allowing you to reserve highly sought after GPU instances on a future date to support your short duration machine learning workloads. Other important features in this release include scaling strategies to meet your scaling and cost requirements, ranging from strict all or nothing that avoid launching idle instances to best effort which prioritizes throughput scaling over avoiding idle instances. Support for mounting user-defined file systems in AWS to the home directory of the head node, helping you simplify cluster storage management. And custom munch key to help you simplify integration of additional cluster resources that require the scheduler munch key. That's it for compute. That was a lot of compute. Now up next, we've got customer engagement. Amazon SES now offers notifications for delivery improvement recommendations. Amazon Connect launches granular access controls using resource tags for hours of operation. Amazon Connect launches a new API to update the contact priority. Amazon Connect customer profiles now enables contact center managers to create calculated attributes that turn customer behavior data into actionable customer insights. Amazon Connect Tasks now supports pausing and resuming of tasks. Amazon Connect adds an additional 24 contact and agent metrics to access programmatically. 
Amazon Connect launches more granular access controls using tags for your instances. Amazon Connect now provides detailed billing reports and insights in AWS Costs Explorer and AWS Costs and Usage reports, which you can aggregate or filter by different tags. Wow, this team was really busy. There's so many updates. Amazon Connect Cases now supports creating rules for monitoring and updating your cases. Amazon Connect launches granular access controls for historical metrics. Amazon Connect now supports routing contacts according to the proficiency of agents. Amazon Connect launches new capabilities for measuring answered or abandoned contacts. Amazon Connect's tasks now make it easier for you to link and track tasks with associated contacts using a related contact ID in Connect flows or from the Connect agent workspace. Amazon Connect tasks, they empower you to prioritize, assign, and track all contact center agent tasks to completion. So improving the agent productivity and ensuring customer issues are quickly resolved. With this new feature, for example, outbound calls that are made by an agent while resolving a customer follow-up task are now automatically linked to providing contact center managers visibility into the agent actions to resolve customer needs. Amazon Connect Contact Lens launches a new API to search for contacts. And in the Amazon Connect Agent Workspace, the contextual views for third-party apps are in preview. So customers can now use information from the current contact, such as the customer's phone number, to automatically look up data or take certain actions in a third-party application. Amazon Connect launches granular access controls for prompts. And finally, one that's not Amazon Connect is the Amazon Chime SDK, which now supports high-definition video modes. Next up, we have databases. Data Plane API logging for Amazon DynamoDB using AWS CloudTrail is now available in the AWS GovCloud regions. Amazon RDS for MariaDB supports miners 10.11.6, 10.6.16, 10.5.23, and 10.4.32. Hopefully all those Amazon RDS enthusiasts know exactly what those numbers mean. Amazon DocumentDB now supports one-click EC2 connectivity with Amazon EC2 instances. Amazon RDS for SQL Server supports minor version 2022 CU10. Amazon Relational Database Service, Amazon RDS, for PostgreSQL, MySQL, and MariaDB now supports AWS Graviton 2-based M6GD database instances in Asia-Pacific, Jakarta and Osaka, and Europe, Stockholm regions, and R6GD database instances in the Asia-Pacific, Jakarta region. Amazon Keyspaces added query auditing support for Keyspaces data manipulation language operations with AWS CloudTrail. Amazon Aurora MySQL support for Microsoft Active Directory authentication available in AWS GovCloud regions. AWS announces Amazon Aurora PostgreSQL integration with Amazon Bedrock for Generative AI. Amazon Managed Service for Prometheus now supports customer-managed KMS keys. 
Amazon Aurora supports PostgreSQL 15.5, 14.10, 13.13, and 12.17. Amazon Aurora PostgreSQL Compatible Edition now supports a redesigned RDS data API for Aurora Serverless version 2 and Aurora Provision database instances. You can now access these Aurora clusters via a secure HTTP endpoint and run SQL statements without the use of database drivers and without managing connections. Amazon Aurora PostgreSQL Compatible Edition now supports the HypoPG extension for creating hypothetical indexes, which lets you test the performance impact of an index on query plans before you build it. Amazon Aurora PostgreSQL Compatible Edition now supports RDS extension database role, which provides a cluster administrator the ability to delegate, create, alter, or drop extension operations to lower privileged users. Amazon Aurora for PostgreSQL now supports H3PG for geospatial indexing. Amazon RDS for DB2 now supports X2IEDN instances. Amazon RDS now provides an enhanced experience for RDS recommendations that consolidates configuration best practices, threshold-based proactive performance recommendations, and machine learning-powered performance anomalies. The new experience shows recommendations in a single list prioritized by severity. You can easily filter this list by searching for a keyword, or through properties like category or severity. Amazon DynamoDB Local now supports table deletion protection and the return values on condition check failure parameter. With DynamoDB Local, you can develop and test applications by running DynamoDB in your local development environment without incurring any costs. DynamoDB Local does not require an internet connection and it works with your existing DynamoDB API calls. DynamoDB Local version 1.25.0 and version 2.2.0 offer the following features and improvements. Support for the return values on condition check failure parameter. With this parameter enabled, DynamoDB error messages can include a copy of the item as it was during the write attempt in your DynamoDB local environment. This lets you easily test the condition error behavior and your response to failed conditional writes the same way as you would with the DynamoDB web service. These versions also support protecting your tables in DynamoDB local from accidental deletion when performing table management operations. You can now enable the deletion protection property for each table to test the behavior. Amazon RDS Performance Insights now generates recommendations that inform you of impending database performance and availability issues before they become critical. RDS Performance Insights continuously monitors database instances for potential issues that can lead to degraded database health in the future. 
when it detects such conditions, it generates new recommendations that describe the nature of the impending problem and include specific actions you can take to mitigate that problem. These recommendations are available to Performance Insights paid tier customers. That's it from database. Now on to developer tools. And AWS CodeCommit is announcing customer-managed key support. AWS CodeDeploy now provides zonal deployment for Amazon EC2. AWS AppConfig now supports AWS Private Link. AWS CodeDeploy now supports application stop hooks during Amazon EC2 auto scaling group scale-ins. AWS Cloud Shell has migrated to Amazon Linux 2023. AWS announces support for VPC within Amazon Code Catalyst dev environments. This launch allows you to connect to a VPC from your dev environment. AWS announces the general availability of managed package repositories in Amazon Code Catalyst. Code Catalyst customers can now securely store, publish, and share NPM packages. Through your Code Catalyst package repositories, you can also access open source NPM packages from the NPM registry. Amazon EventBridge Pipes now supports generating CloudFormation templates in the AWS console to help you provision and manage the configuration of your pipes in a centralized and repeatable manner. Amazon DevOps Guru achieves FedRAMP moderate compliance. AWS Systems Manager Fleet Manager now provides a new tool set that aims to streamline on-instance volume management by providing an easy GUI-based way to manage EBS volumes on your Windows instances. AWS Blue Insights, the code-base analysis and transformation capability of AWS Mainframe Modernization Automated Refactor with AWS Blue Age, which has been available in the Europe Paris region, is now available in 14 additional regions. So we've expanded AWS mainframe modernization service to Cape Town, Osaka, Milan, and Stockholm. AWS Cloud9 now supports Amazon Linux 2023. You can now use projects from your GitLab self-managed instance for GitLab Enterprise Edition or GitLab Community Edition to build, test, and deploy code changes using AWS Code Pipeline. And last, Amazon Code Catalyst users can now securely access their dev environments using SSH over AWS Systems Manager Session Manager. This feature allows users to perform actions on dev environments such as port forwarding and uploading and downloading files that were not possible while using AWS Cloud9. Code Catalyst is a unified software development service that makes it faster to build and deliver software on AWS. Next up, we have end-user computing. Amazon Workspaces now supports certificate-based authentication with Windows Workspaces on Workspaces streaming protocol bundles using Workspaces Web Access. Amazon AppStream 2.0 now supports Microsoft Windows Server 2022 images. And one quick update on front-end web and mobile. AWS Amplify now supports using existing MySQL and Postgres databases for GraphQL APIs created with Amplify's CDK construct, enabling you to create a backend for front-end API layer for web and mobile apps with ease. Next on Internet of Things, 
Customers can enable auto query feature to automatically construct data queries that bind objects in 3D scenes with IoT data from AWS IoT TwinMaker. Once the data is bound, customers can enable different types of 3D visualizations, such as changing the color of 3D models or updating tag icons based on input data. This feature will help customers scale their digital twins faster and provide an insightful dashboard experience for their operations teams. AWS announces new no-code dashboard application to visualize IoT data. AWS IoT Core allows customers to use their own CAs with fleet provisioning. Up next, we are doing machine learning. Amazon Bedrock is now available in the GovCloud West region. AWS Neuron adds support for PyTorch 2.1 and Llama 2 70B model inference. Amazon Recognition launches Face APIs version 7 for improved accuracy and lower latency. Amazon Monitron now offers cost visibility at the project and site level. AWS announces a major version release of the Amazon SageMaker Model Parallel Library, which now is compatible with PyTorch fully shared data parallel APIs and can accelerate deep learning model training by up to 20%. SageMaker Model Parallel Library enables you to accelerate training of large models with billions of parameters by automatically partitioning and distributing the model across multiple accelerators and compute instances. You can get started with SageMaker Model Parallel in minutes and speed up your existing PyTorch uh, fully sharded data parallel training scripts with just a few lines of code. Amazon Recognition improves face liveness accuracy and user experience. Amazon TextRack is a managed machine learning service that automatically extracts text, handwriting, and data from any document or image. The latest forms feature update improves key value pair extraction accuracy for a wide variety of forms such as mortgage forms, insurance forms, tax forms, immigration forms, and more. Customers in industries such as insurance, healthcare, and banking who utilize these documents in their business processes will automatically see the benefits of this update when they use Textrack's forms extraction feature. AWS customers using the AWS console mobile app for iOS can now use Amazon Q, the generative AI assistant in the AWS console mobile app to ask questions about AWS services and receive concise, reliable answers in a mobile-friendly user interface. SageMaker Studio now supports local mode and Docker. Amazon SageMaker Canvas now supports comprehensive data preparation capabilities by Amazon SageMaker Data Wrangler. You can now import tabular, time series, image, and text data from over 50 sources, generate data quality and insight reports, and transform data using 300 plus built-in operators to build and use machine learning models, all without writing any code. Amazon SageMaker provides model training container access for debugging purposes. Amazon SageMaker Feature Store now supports the ability to provision read and write capacities for the online store. This capability is an alternative to on-demand billing mode and is designed to make it more cost-effective and provide more controls for workloads with predictable throughput requirements. So with this launch, you can specify the desired read and write capacities for a feature group when you create it. 
You can also change capacity limits at any time, for example, to lower limits overnight or on weekends in order to manage costs. You also have the option to switch between provision mode and on-demand mode at the feature group level to accommodate shifts in application traffic patterns. Super cool. Next up, we have several updates under management and governance. Starting on January 5th, 2024, AWS accounts will no longer support security challenge questions for accounts that have not already enabled them. This will remove the option for customers to add new security challenge questions from the accounts page in the AWS Management Console. If you have set security challenge questions on your standalone AWS accounts or have set them on the management account of your AWS organization, you can continue to use and edit them until January 6, 2025. After January 6, 2025, which is next year, AWS accounts will no longer support security challenge questions for all remaining customers in all AWS regions, including the AWS GovCloud regions. AWS Malaysia now supports 3D secure authentication. Adding a new credit or debit card to your AWS Inc. account will now require card verification value, CVV code, in addition to your card number, card expiry date, name, and billing address. Cost anomaly detection uses machine learning to continuously monitor, detect, and alert customers to anomalous spend patterns. Starting today, customers can provision anomaly monitors and anomaly alert subscriptions with CloudFormation in all AWS regions except AWS GovCloud. AWS Billing Conductor now provides margin analysis reports for AWS services. AWS India customers can securely save their India-issued credit or debit card as per the Reserve Bank of India guidelines. AWS Control Tower now supports the new AWS IAM Launch Global Condition Key, which enables you to scalably allow AWS services to access your resources only on your behalf. AWS announces the general availability of the Security Improvement Program for enterprise on-ramp customers. Security Improvement Program, or SIP, empowers you to understand best practices in securing your AWS environment in addition to internal system checks. SIP measures your AWS environment against 90-plus critical security best practices and provides tactical improvement recommendations to improve your security posture. AWS Resource Access Manager is now available in the AWS Canada West, that is the Calgary region. AWS Systems Manager now supports Ubuntu 23.04, Debian 12, Mac OS 14, and SUSE SP5. AWS Systems Manager now supports SSM Asian version update in the context of an application. AWS Launch Wizard now allows you to automate deployment of single-node SAP NetWeaver-based applications running on SAP ASC databases in addition to SAP HANA. 
AWS Audit Manager announces support for the payment card industry data security standard V4. PCI DSS V4.0 for automated evidence collection. Amazon CloudWatch logs regular expression filter support now in AWS GovCloud regions. Amazon CloudWatch now supports cross-account metrics insights. We are excited to announce streaming API support for Amazon CloudWatch logs live tail making it possible to programmatically view, search, and filter relevant log events in real time. You can now view your logs interactively in real time as they're ingested within your own custom applications or dashboards inside or outside of AWS. Amazon CloudWatch metric streams adds support for open telemetry 1.0.0. Amazon CloudWatch Logs Data Protection now supports custom data identifiers. Data protection is a feature that leverages pattern matching and machine learning capabilities to detect and protect sensitive log data in transit. Data protection already supported over 100 managed data identifiers that cover common patterns of sensitive data. With custom data identifiers, now you're able to extend detection and protection of sensitive data tailored to data within your logs. Amazon CloudWatch Synthetics announces a new update to Synthetics Node.js runtime version Syn Node.js Puppeteer 6.1 and recommends that customers update Synthetic Canaries to the latest runtime version. This update includes security fixes, bug fixes, and UI canaries stability improvements. AWS announces the general availability of Amazon CloudWatch metrics support in AWS Code Artifact, expanding the monitoring options available to Code Artifact users. Customers can use CloudWatch metrics to monitor all requests made to Code Artifact per account to better understand their usage. Amazon CloudWatch Container Insights launches cross-account observability across Amazon EKS to help you monitor and troubleshoot applications that span across multiple AWS accounts within an AWS region. AWS announces the general availability of Amazon CloudWatch Network Monitor as a new feature of Amazon CloudWatch that helps monitor network availability and performance between AWS and your on-premises environments. Amazon CloudWatch Network Monitor provides real-time visibility into hybrid network performance and availability between AWS and on-premises infrastructure. Network Monitor needs zero manual instrumentation and gives you access to real-time network visibility to proactively and quickly identify issues within the AWS network and your own hybrid environment. Amazon CloudWatch Alarms adds AWS Lambda as an alarm state change action. Amazon Web Services is announcing an integrated mobile experience for AWS services in the AWS console mobile app for iOS. 
AWS customers using the AWS console mobile app for iOS can now access the full breadth of AWS resource information and management functionality that's available to them on the AWS console for natively supported services, including EC2, RDS, and S3, via an integrated mobile web browser experience in the console mobile app. AWS Verified Access that allows you to provide secure access to your corporate applications without using VPNs is available in Asia-Pacific, Seoul, Mumbai, Jakarta regions, in Europe in Stockholm, Milan, in Israel in Tel Aviv, and AWS GovCloud, US West and US East regions. AWS Application Discovery Service adds storage monitoring for VMware. Now on to media services. AWS Elemental Media Package is now available in the Melbourne region. AWS Media Tailor, you can now begin the playback of standard channel assembly channel outside of the current live window using the time shifting feature. AWS Elemental Media Live now supports color space conversion with custom tone mapping. And last one, AWS Elemental Media Live now supports image overlays for individual outputs. Under migration and transfer, we have a few updates. AWS Backup now supports SAP HANA high availability databases on Amazon EC2. AWS Data Exchange now supports data grants for sharing data across organizations. AWS announces new AWS Direct Connect location in Canberra, Australia. Well, Simon will like this one. AWS DataSync is now available in the Canada West Calgary region. AWS announces new AWS Direct Connect locations in Calgary, Canada. AWS announced the opening of a new AWS Direct Connect location within the Cologix Van3 data center in Vancouver, Canada. AWS announces Migration Assistant for Amazon Open Search Service. AWS DMS adds support for Amazon Relational Database Service for DB2 as a target endpoint. Now onto networking and content delivery. Amazon CloudFront now supports 4096-bit RSA TLS certificates. Amazon Route 53 Application Recovery Controller Zonal Shift is available in GovCloud regions. And we're excited to announce the latest release of the Elastic Fabric Adapter Installer with support for OpenMPI 5. Amazon Route 53 Resolver Endpoints are now available in the Calgary region. Amazon Route 53 Resolver Endpoints now support DNS over HTTPS. You can now bring your public IPv4 addresses to AWS in LA, Phoenix, and Dallas AWS local zones using Bring Your Own IP. Amazon EC2 Serial Console will be available in all AWS local zones. Amazon EC2 Serial Console provides a simple and secure way to troubleshoot, boot, and network connectivity issues by establishing a connection to the serial port of an instance. 
It provides a one-click text-based access to instances serial port as though a modern keyboard were attached to it. AWS Transit Gateway is now in the Calgary region. Amazon VPC traffic mirroring is available in the Osaka, Milan, Hyderabad, and Cape Town. Amazon VPC traffic mirroring allows customers to replicate the network traffic from an EC2 instance within their VPC and forward that traffic to security and monitoring applications for use cases such as content inspection, threat monitoring, and troubleshooting. And one update under satellite, AWS announces the general availability of AWS Ground Station in U.S. West, Alaska region. That's so cool. I want to know what people are doing with that service. <laughs> Up next, security, identity, and compliance. AWS Secrets Manager announces 99.99% service level agreement. AWS Config now supports 1,000 AWS Config rules per AWS region per account. AWS Directory Service for Microsoft AD and AD Connector are now available in the Calgary region. AWS Network Firewall Egress TLS Inspection is now available in all regions. This launch allows you to use AWS Network Firewall to decrypt TLS sessions and inspect inbound and outbound VPC traffic without the need to deploy or manage any additional network security infrastructure. Encryption and decryption happen at the same firewall instance natively, so traffic doesn't cross any network boundaries. AWS Resilience Hub expands support for customer compliance with ISO and SOC. Remediating non-compliant resources with AWS Config Rules is now available in the Tel Aviv region. AWS IAM Roles Anywhere is now available in Hyderabad, Melbourne, Spain, Zurich, Tel Aviv, and the UAE regions. IAM Roles Anywhere it enables workloads that run outside of AWS to use X.509 digital certificates to obtain temporary AWS credentials using the same IAM roles and policies that you've configured for your AWS workloads to access AWS resources. Super handy. AWS Cleanrooms expands support for customer compliance with ISO and SOC. AWS Security Hub has released 15 new security controls, increasing the number of controls offered now to 307. Amazon Cognito Identity Pools now enables you to manage quotas for commonly used operations to create and retrieve identities and manage tags for identity pools. Amazon Cognito User Pools now supports the ability to enrich access tokens with custom attributes in the form of OAuth 2.0 scopes and claims. You can make application-specific advanced authorization decisions using custom attributes in the access token. This feature allows you to personalize end user experiences and improve customer engagement. Amazon Cognito is also now available in the Jakarta and Cape Town region. And last but not the least, we have some updates under storage. Amazon FSx for OpenZFS now supports on-demand data replication across AWS regions and accounts. AWS Backup Audit Manager adds a new control allowing you to audit restore time targets against your resources. With this launch, you can help your organization's recovery preparations by specifying restore time targets for your resources and evaluating whether they meet your business or compliance requirements. 
Amazon EBS launches AWS CloudFormation support for block public. Amazon EBS launches AWS CloudFormation support for block public access for EBS snapshots. Amazon Data Lifecycle Manager is now available in the AWS Israel Tel Aviv region. FSX for NetApp on tap now supports using NetApp System Manager to manage your file systems. And that's all the updates we have. All the updates. So many updates. If you have feedback, go to aws.amazon.com slash podcasts. And there is a big yellow button that says submit questions and feedback. Hit that. Give us your feedback. We actually do read it. So please, we want to hear what you think, uh, any questions you've got. And until next time, keep on building.